Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. We've got a little something in addition to your normal Killcoin conversation, also the great talk with Dan McLaughlin. Now, during the hockey season, we're going to have Pucks with Panger. We're bringing it back. We did this. The year the Blues won the Cup that following season, we were going strong, then interrupted by COVID. But now Darren Pang working in Chicago, also working for TNT, doing a lot of national work. We're going to check in with Panger every other week during the hockey season. Just kind of talk about the league, what's going on in his life. Just kind of have fun. It's it's always fun to talk to Panger. Pucks with Panger presented by Offenberg Hyundai. And again, we'll do this every couple of weeks. Wednesdays with Walt has returned. Big Walt, Keith Kachuk, again, part of our hockey coverage. We caught up with Panger the other day. He was arriving in Colorado in time to call, what else, a Blues game. They were on TNT, and it was Panger on the call just like old times. So our visit right now with Darren Pang. And here we are talking hockey with Darren Pang. And you're saying, wait a minute, I thought he left. No, no, he will never leave our hearts the great broadcaster Darren Pang going to be with us every other week. Pucks with Panger. So excited about this to get his NHL knowledge. We'll do a little Chicago travels and his stories from around the league. And it just so happens, as he joins us here, he's on the call tonight, TNT, with a Blues game. How weird is this for you, Panger? Oh, man, oh, man. It really, really, really weird and great at the same time. Um, I actually arrived uh, yesterday afternoon um, from Arizona and I was here just ahead of the uh, the team bus coming in and their flight. Um, and and I, I'm in the lobby, and sure enough, you know, I run into Army and I run into Chief and uh, Richie Jankowski and, and the guys, and uh, it, it was really great. Some of the some of the players were about to go out for dinner while I was I was going out as well, and 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 it was just, you know, what it's it's hard to explain how 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 great it is to have friendships and to. Even though I'm gone, it's like you see everybody and you give them a big hug and you're thankful to see them. So I, I'm really looking forward to, to doing this TNT game and being between the benches. All the boys were asking, you're be- between the benches? I'm like, yeah, I'm going to be between the benches. So, oh, they are going to um, harass you endlessly. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what do you yeah, got? A Connor be- Bedard autographed jersey in your briefcase? You know, I can hear it. I can just hear it. Yeah, I, I can uh, I can picture it as well. I I love it. I'll, I'll take it all in. It'll be great. And I know when you do a national game, you got to do a lot of homework. I mean, you follow the league closely. Here's one you don't have to do as much because you know this team uh, pretty well. I want to get your take on the Blues this season. They didn't do a ton offseason, the Kevin Hayes edition. They're really, and you know Army very well, they're looking for a lot of growth from within. They think last year was an aberration and that they should be better. Uh, what do you see with this year's squad? Yeah, I'm, I think they're right in the middle of a pack that's that's around the NHL. Like the Avalanche are on the high end of it. Maybe Dallas in the Central Division is is on the higher end, and then and and then you've got a you know the the Wild, the Blues. Um, I I would even throw the Arizona Coyotes in this mix. I I think they're a really well structured under the radar team. But uh, I think that's what what Army's saying is, hey guys, I've got you know I've got this great opportunity for all of you. We didn't play well on D last year, so Tyler Tucker is going to get a little bit more time. Um, you know, maybe 
you know, maybe you, you, you get a little bit more out of Scandella, who's been banged up the last little bit. And uh, on the forward side of it, though, I, you know, I, you had 70-point seasons from, from Robert Thomas and, and from Jordan Cairo, but it looks to me like Cairo's playing a little harder on the, on the defending side of it this year than what I saw last year. So, I mean, last year there's a lot of points, a lot of candy on the offensive side of it, but not a lot of determination on the defensive side of it. And I think that part of it's changed, which is great. And then he's looking for Jake Neighbors to, to pull it up a little bit. But uh, at the end of the day, and, and I guess you'd go Torpchenko, you'd go Sammy Blay, but, uh, you know, you still have to feed your coach some players that are going to, you know, that are going to play the way he wants. And getting Sunquist back is a big thing, and playing him with Sammy Blay, I think that gets that, that game going that the, the Chief loves so much, that down-low game and holding on to pucks instead of being a, a rush attack team or a pop-gun offense kind of team that they were last year. I think the fact that they were lacking, you know, I hate to say it's about a hockey team, but they didn't have the same grit or edge or physicality that they did in the years past. I keep saying it, but I think it happened over time when a guy like Petro leaves, a guy like Maroon, a guy like Perron, all had a little edge to their game. And I think they at least realized last year that that was a missing element. Absolutely. I, I mean, I, you know, I think you, you, you hit it right on the nose. I mean, you're, you still need that kind of identity. What, what kind of team are we going to be in? And if you're going to be a rush attack team, then, then you you know you're you're, you're going to take your chances on on giving up a lot of chances against you. You can score some pretty goals, and last year we saw some great plays with you know Robert Thomas and Cairo. And um, I, I guess when Kapanen came over, you could say that that he had a little bit of that as well. And Bushnevich can get going there, but you know identity is everything. And I, I just think that it's a it's a dangerous gamble if you think you can be a rush attack team. And that's why even talking to uh, Chief this morning before uh, their practice, it he, you know he wants them to be a heavier team on pucks and be a team that holds on to them just a little bit longer and, and, and get back to that identity. So, I mean, this, this league, as you know, is it's, it's, it's funny. It's kind of a copycat league. If somebody's having success with the rush attack, then you, you kind of go towards that. Um, but then you want to, you still have to grind it down in your own zone. You still have to grind it down in the offensive zone. You still have to be hard to play against. You still have to have some edge to your game, as you mentioned. And there wasn't that much of that, you know, last year was a, was a soft defending team, and and that's what they can't can ill afford to have this year because otherwise you'll be able, you won't be in the playoffs if you're if you're soft at defending your net. It's still early in the season, but boy, it looks like Boston, Vegas, are chalk. You know, those maybe Colorado is knocking on the door, but those are a couple of teams that have been the best for a while. Is it those two, and then everyone else? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, Thank you. you know, I, I worked all day on that. Um, that's, that was an average question. Okay. Um, it, <laughs> okay. I didn't really work all day on it either. Well, would you put Tampa? Okay. So would you throw Tampa in that mix? You know, they've been out of it, but man, I've seen them play a few games. I'm like, Whoa, they can still, they can still get that puck moving. Um, they, but yeah, there, there's the elite teams. Vegas is funny. They're, they defend really well. Um, you mentioned Petro. They got defensemen. I mean, Long sticks. It reminds me of just seeing Petro and Pareko and and Bowmeister out there the whole time. That's what it, that's what they remind me of. So that's what makes them a dangerous team. But uh, um, yeah, I, I think you've hit it right on the, on the nose. I, I guess I'm a. I think Colorado's got another level to their game, and I, I I'm gonna I'm gonna put them. Edmonton hasn't played well. I'm still gonna put them up there. I think they've got they've got something uh, something more than what they've shown so far. You know what's interesting is matchups. It seems Dallas right now and, and Army, again, has said they're ahead of us. It seems like the Blues match up well with them. For some reason, it seems like when they play the Stars, they're kind of right there. Yeah, I agree with you. 
maybe winning game seven in double overtime on home ice has haunted Dallas. Um, all the big games, you know, the Blues have seemed to have the edge against them. Um, but they're, they're a heck of a team. I mean, you know that and I know that. They got a great goaltender in Jake Ottinger and, and, uh, and that's, that's one of the advantages that the Blues have still. I mean, let's face it. Benny can still win. He can win you. He can win a game one nothing. He still has that ability. And so you have to have that. The teams that don't have that, you think are the teams that won't get there or, or won't make it. And then yet here we are. I'm going to contradict myself. Vegas wins with what nine goalies last year? Right. Twelve goalies? Fifteen goalies? I don't know how many goalies they had, but they had a ton of goalies. And uh, and they win with what their their number three goalie in Aiden Hill. So. I don't know. But that's kind of a blip, right? I mean, tip, typically you're, I wonder about that. But typically you're going to point to the team that wins and say, who was the goalie? And, and don't you think most times it's going to be somebody prominent? Most times it would be, yeah. I, I would have to think. I mean, that's why I'm a, I'm a big fan of Ottinger. Um, a big fan. I like I like Boston's goalies. You know, that I like them. I like them both, Olmark and, and Jeremy Swayman. I, I think there's another team that they – you know, they lost in such miserable fashion. I did that Game 7 last year. I was between the benches for that on home ice. And all I kept thinking was, this Bruins team lost Game 7 against the Blues uh, for the Stanley Cup. And now they're into a Game 7 again. And very much the same group of guys lost again to Florida. So, hmm, maybe there's a pressure thing. Maybe they can't get over the top. I'm not sure. Darren Pang, our guest. It's Pucks with Panger here on the Kilcoin Conversation. Uh, how about your Chicago experiences? Boy, it seemed like early on the league really wanted to feature Bedard and a lot of road games. And uh, how has that young man handled it all? He, Martin, he's, he's handled it really well. He, he's a, you, you forget sometimes he's 18 years old. I mean, the kid loves hockey. Um, he's just passionate about the game. He watches games. He's, you can't get him off the darn ice. The training staff's like, let's go. Veteran players are like, Connor, let's get off the ice, you know. He's uh, that's 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 been fun to watch for him. Um, the whole experience of, of going back to Chicago, as you well know, I mean, you know, I've been there for 14 years. You you know how much St. Louis has meant to me, and and seeing the players and seeing you know the people and the and the, and the staff has been is so great. But going into a new city, meeting new people, meeting new staff, and and it's been uh, it's it's been really neat. It's uh, it's been really good. It's uh, it's 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 different. It's a change. Um, I called. I called the Blackhawks, the Blues, a couple times on the air. Oh, <laughs> I'm sure that goes over well. <laughs> and I, I had to say one time, I'm like, "Well, you, hopefully people have. A, I mean, you got to understand, I, and you're with the team for that long, and they both start with a B. <laughs> so anyway, I've, I, uh, I, I'm, I'm obviously, uh, you know, um, doing my best to, to a, like kind of adjust and kind of move right in there and and work with a new play-by-play guy. You know, I've had J.K. forever and. Had Timmy Taft and Phil Malika in my entire staff, so you know that's a big change—a new producer, a new play-by-play guy—and and you know everybody around me is new. So that's those are the adjustments that you make that are great challenges. You just tell them at your age you're going to be forgetful at times, okay? That you're gonna, that's, that it's going to happen. <laughs> what what's the expectation level there? Are they kind of in not quite rebuild, but what would they call it up there? Is it a transition year? Oh, for sure. It's still a rebuild, for sure. I don't think they're afraid of saying that. They certainly the Hawks have a ton of draft picks coming up. I mean, you know that's that's the part where the the Blues really haven't had. I mean, you know, when when you look at it, the next two years the the Hawks have eighteen picks. Wow. You know, including two first rounders in twenty four, that two first rounders in twenty five. 
so yeah, I, I believe that they they still feel like there's going to be some growing pains be, before they get over the hump. They've got a 19-year-old defenseman, a 20-year-old defenseman, and a 21-year-old defenseman to go along with a 18-year-old, you know, superstar in the making in, in Connor Bedard. So I, I think there's going to be some tough ones. Hey, our game, our, the last game that I did, it was eight to one in in the desert. Uh, the so uh, th- those are the again those the, the, the broadcasting games, Martin. When the game's going well, that's easy. Broadcasting games when it's not going well, that's the tough part. Those are the big challenges for sure. I saw that sixty minutes. I I saw that score, and you mentioned Arizona. They did it to the Blues. That that team can score. That you're right about the Coyotes. You look at some of these scores going by on a nightly basis. Like Arizona can, and it's not just Clayton Keller who always scores against the Blues. But I think you're right. I'm going to circle and save to keep an eye on the Coyotes per. Hanger, I'm making my notes here. Is that the building too? Is it still the small ASU deal? Oh, it is. It's at oh my goodness, the Mullet Arena. One thing that you and I both don't have is a mullet, <laughs> but it is small. There's, there's there's a there's a you know there's a, a section for the uh, for the students. Um, Connor Bedard scored the first goal of the game, and the place went nuts. I mean, it was it was all it was. <laughs> well, there's a, a ton of Chicago hot- people out there. That's right. It was all hawk sweaters. Yeah, that's exactly what it was, and. Uh, but but the team itself are really well coached and they they they're good. Like I, I said it last year, I, I said I think this team has got a, a lot in them and they're they're better this year. So um, that's one. Don't do, don't sleep on the Coyotes. There's my tip of the day. For tip you, of the day. How did we make oh, it? You got a, you got another hot tip. Got, you got another hot take. Oh, I got another hot tip. I'll tell you what. I got uh, Jim just came in and served me. I've got a butter. Is that a buttermilk, buttermilk chicken? chicken breast. Oh, buttermilk wow. chicken breast with some mashed potatoes and some gravy. Oh my goodness gracious! Oh, room service is in, Martin. It's looking good today. America's buddy. guest, Darren Pang. Uh, how did how did we get twelve minutes in and you didn't mention Gretzky? How did this happen? Well, Robert De Niro told me never to name drop. Oh, okay. <laughs> so that that's that's exactly what happened. So I, uh, uh, Gretzky is going to be on the panel tonight with TNT. He signed a new deal. He's he's pumped up about it, and uh, he uh, he always takes care of us, Martin. I mean, this guy not only the greatest one, he absolutely took care of us in the Stanley Cup Final last year. I played the Grove Twenty Three Michael Jordan's course three times in a five day period. Now that's living life. Wow! Can he go anywhere though? I mean, do you? I mean, he still looks very much like Wayne Gretzky, and I imagine even in St. Louis, maybe he gets a little less of it here than he would in Edmonton, but I bet he can't do much without being approached. Now, he goes to, he hides out at Sportsman's there. Well, not anymore. And, not anymore. <laughs> oh, right, right. No, yes. That's okay. <laughs> um, anyway, he's, uh, anyway, he's, uh, he, he also, I was in Toronto with him last week, and, and we were sitting around, we were at, you know, here we are in Toronto, and we're at the hotel bar, and He's on the corner, and, and I'm there, and, and people are coming up to him left, right, and center, and he stood up and took every picture, signed every autograph, and, you know, I mean, there you are in, you know, there you are in Toronto. So whenever people see him, boy, it's, it's something else because you forget just when you're friends of his how great he is and how people are just stare at him, and it's, uh, it is something to behold for sure. All right, I know you got a buttermilk chicken to eat. Final thought, tell the Blues fans they'll make the playoffs if, can you complete that sentence, if the Blues are going to make it to the postseason, what needs to happen? Have to be one of the top defending teams in the NHL. Forget about offense. Offense will figure itself out. You have to defend. You have to be mean inside your own zone. So that means your penalty kill, your five-on-five goals against has got to be low, and your defending has got to be hard really hard to, to 
that for me, that's that's everything for the Blues. You play hard that way, and you play physical in your own zone, then you 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 win and you get in. It's always fun to talk hockey. I'll keep all my astute hockey notes for our next visit. <laughs> Martin, I I can't wait to do this uh, with you all season long, and we're gonna have a blast. I want Thank yeah, you. I want tra- travel stories. Making fun of Tim Peel. I'm going to drill it down to very important stuff, okay? <laughs> oh, you got that right. That's, those are easy targets, huh? All right. Let's go get them. Safe travels. Again, we're going to be rolling out some pucks with Panger every couple of weeks. You can catch it here on Spotify and iTunes and on scoopswithdannymac.com. These are segments you can also hear on KTRS. Presented by Offenberg Hyundai. Offenberg Hyundai is located in O'Fallon, Illinois. They're on the web at Offenberg Hyundai. My good bud Matt Offenberg is a great blues fan. Buddies with Darren Pang, so great to have Matt sponsoring these segments. Pucks with Panger, part of the Kilcoin Conversation. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.